Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. We have got a great show today. We first are going to talk about the good old good cop, bad cop approach to parenting. Does it work? I think so, but I don't know. We'll find out. Then we're going to talk about the lies our parents told us. So many. House of Cards. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. But up next, take it away, kiddo. The tits and the sits. Okay, so I'll go with my shits. The hot flashes had gotten better since I started some hormonal replacement, and now they're full on back. They are so full on back that I am waking up multiple times in the middle of the night. I'm having to change my clothes. I'm having to sleep on a towel. Any of you that breastfed and then stopped breastfeeding, that like two days of crazy sweats you got when the hormones were regulating, I'm having that all the time. I smell like hot submarine sandwich. I'm having to shower every day, and I'm not an everyday shower kind of girl. That's also surprising to me. I have dry skin, so it's just better to not overtax it. But now I'm showering twice a day because I smell like hot submarine sandwich. I'm using so much more soap and deodorant and hair products with the shower routine. My towels are always wet. Never a fresh, clean, dry towel. What the heck? Why did I get all the symptoms of menopause, all the worst ones, all the time? And some people are like, I barely knew it was happening. Why? My tits are. I got placed to teach next year for the whole year at Montclair High School, which is a school in my town that also Mean Girls was shot at, which is a fun fact. And I will be the theater teacher or the assistant theater teacher. I don't actually know. I'm guessing I'll be both. I'm guessing I'll assist and then I'll also teach, but I'm guessing I won't be teaching right off the bat, but I'm pretty sure since there's only one theater teacher for a gigantic high school that I probably will be teaching. I like it that it's close to me. I can ride my bike there and I'm working on my eccentric theater teacher wardrobe. I really have enough clothes for it, but I didn't have the right kind of shoes because I own mostly sneakers. So I'm putting together looks in my head. I'm putting together the Eileen Fisher, the Busy Phillips dresses, cardigans. I'm really just coming up with this whole alter ego. Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek meets my therapist Fran meets art teacher meets social worker craft jewelry. That's it. That's fun. I honestly cannot come up with any tits and shit. So here's what I'm going to do. I want to talk about Kyle Marissa on TikTok. Who is she? Kyle Marissa is the one that goes, you want more? I'll give you more. Oh. I do like the content. I love a blind item. She lives in Florida, doesn't she? That would make a lot of sense. She looks like she lives in Florida. All I can say is I don't know how it's possible to get too big for your britches just being a TikTok personality, but I think it's happening to her. And it really makes me not even want to take in her content. She's so tan. That's all I can look at. She always has a filter on. I know, but she's also really tan. It's like she thinks she's so fucking cool all the time. She's just regurgitating. 
imitating other blinds. Right. You're not doing anything creative. I used to think she was always drunk doing it, but I don't think so. I know she's stoned a lot. I'm not going to pass judgment on that. She just gets so attacky about certain things. She's just striking me as somebody that maybe this TikTok fame is getting a little to her head and she needs to take a step back. Let's get her on the show. I don't think I want her on the show. The way she is, she'd probably say she's too famous for it. Maybe we'd have to pay. Yeah. Remember when people used to want us to pay them to be on the show? Oh my God. We had Jim Carrey. We didn't pay shit. You don't need to pay for anything. And Kyle Marissa, as much as I like what she's doing because I like blind items, I don't really care for her. I guess that's the point. Well, thank you for that opinion. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good cop, bad cop. So I took this from two different articles. One is The Cut from New York Magazine, and the other one is Medium.com. It's going to go back and forth. Just right off the bat, this parenting style destroys marriages. <laughs> That's the first thing. I can absolutely understand how, because when Matt does one of these types of things, that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't want to divorce you except for right now when you just can't have my back with this shit. Right. So when there are significant disparities in work patterns, this breakdown becomes more pronounced. So nearly 40% of full-time working parents believe they are more likely to play bad cop role. Then nearly three times as likely to believe the other parents is preferred. This is likely why studies show that once a couple has children, the relationship worsens. Then couples with children are roughly twice as likely to divorce. Carrie just had to whisper to me because she's recording with her child there that when her child is out of the picture, they don't fight. When she is in the picture, they do. Constantly. Find me a parent that doesn't agree with that statement. Parenting that is good cop, bad cop also skews parent-child relationships. Furthermore, when the children witness the good cop failing to support the bad cop, they lose all respect for the bad cop. So instead of following the rules, the children perceive the parent who imposes them as the enemy. Which goes back to the respectful parenting article that you came up with. We're obviously in a place in our lives where we just keep talking about this. We write what we know. Uh Uh-huh. When you and your partner have a disagreement in front of the kids, set a signal to your partner to let them know that you need to talk about it before dealing with the problem. In fact, experts believe that 95% of problems don't require immediate resolution. Lee and I always try to remember to do this and then we don't. So it's not the end of the world if you and your spouse take a break. It's preferable to be unified in front of the kids and support one another than to make rash decisions that lead to conflict and strain family connections. I need that tattooed on my face because I'm not doing that. You know what? I'm not a word art kind of gal, but I might have this blown up in live, laugh, love font and hung on the fucking wall of my house. A study was done that shows that harsh parenting leads to health problems in children. Growing up in that environment can be stressful and chronic stress can manifest in all kinds of physical ways. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That was my childhood growing up, not because of my mom, but because of other factors. This is not just terrible and harsh parents. It was also middle of the parenting bell curve as well. Speaking in a belittling way or coercing a child, that also counts kind of as bad parenting. Nurturing parents were ones who showed they were willing to communicate with the child, even if there isn't an agreement all the time, and shows that the child is valued and loved. Kids really quickly learn 
which parent to turn to for which thing. I mean, look at yourself as a kid growing up. If you had two parents, and by that I mean your dad wasn't out of the picture, your mom wasn't out of the picture, whether they were divorced or married, I think all of us can agree we knew exactly what parent we were going to for what kind of dealings. You do not need to become the warm and fuzzy parent if you are not. But parents with different parenting styles need to work together to come up with a middle-of-the-road approach. Otherwise, underneath is a dysfunctional family dynamic. You need to create a consistently supportive environment even as you stick to the roles that come most naturally to you. Division of labor is great in a lot of ways, but in terms of making emotional climates in the house, it is not. People struggle when an environment is unstable. I mean, this just goes back to my thing. That is, I love my husband. He is an excellent father. He's an excellent partner. But my biggest gripe with him, more than anything else, is when he doesn't have my back when it comes to Sebastian. And I will tell you, there have been times where he doesn't have my back and I'm in the wrong. And I will fully admit that. There are times where he's right. But there are also a lot of times where I just don't feel like he's on the same team about me. And I've gotten to the point in our relationship where I don't need to fight. I have no interest in fighting every moment of my life. If this is the way you want to do it, then this is now your responsibility. Because I don't need to be the bad cop in this situation. And I think it's okay for parents to do whatever they need to do to have peace. If you constantly feel like you're being made to be the bad cop, it's now the good cop's job. You know, something that I've talked about in therapy and honestly is something I struggle with all the time is that my parents' divorce, which happened really before I was born, I thank God every day that they got divorced. I have no negativity around around that. Thank God. That was for the best. However, growing up with a mom single for most of my life, she got remarried later. And they also, the way that my mom and my stepdad continue to run their house is like two adults that got together way later in life and had whole separate lives and love each other and come together in their life, but also really respect the fact that they lived a really long time, not with somebody. Right. One thing I struggle with with Lee, and I've noticed this in other relationships with other people, even if I didn't have a child with them, because obviously I only have a child with one person which is Lee, is that I don't really understand how relationships with two people work because it wasn't modeled for me. I've been accused before with boyfriends of being like, you're just going to go? You're not going to ask me if it's okay for you to go? I'm like, why would I ask you if it's okay to go? I'm my own person. And it's like, well, it's not really asking. It's just being thoughtful, being like, well, what are you doing this weekend? Because I would do that in relationship. I'm like, bye, just go in there. And they'd be like, well, you didn't ask me. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask you. You saw that they were trying to make you ask for permission, but really they were just trying to be considered. This has tracked through and has only gotten worse with parenting because I'm used to one person making a decision. There was no good cop, bad cop. It was just my mom. Mm -hmm. There was no argument because my mom isn't going to argue with herself about things. And so I just kind of steamroll things because it doesn't occur to me to not do it all on my own. I never saw how parents disagreeing but not in front of the kids worked or any of that stuff. And so I don't really know what that looks like. I don't know what it feels like. It's not something that even comes into my mind. The first gut reaction is I'll handle it myself. My way goes. I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm deeply flawed in this way and I continue to do poorly at it even when I'm trying. And it's possibly the only negative thing about the divorce. I've lived this way so long, it's very hard to try to catch yourself in the moment to have that self-awareness, even when you know that 
you're doing it. So that's something that I really struggle with because I throw Lee under the bus a lot. I'm sure he doesn't appreciate that. I don't mean to, but afterwards I know I've done it. We disagree in front of our kid all the time and we're wreaking the havoc of that right now. She is feeling unsupported and in turmoil right now and we are really having to reckon with that. I mean, listen, it takes two to tango, but a majority of that is my fault, not Lee's. One of the things that we constantly go back to in these articles is that conflict resolution is just as important for children to see. We talk about this all the time, you and I. Your kid needs to see that when you guys get into an argument that you also handle it and resolve it together. And I think so many people feel this way. When a child sees you fight, it is important for the child to see you fix it. They need to see that two people can come together, resolve an issue in a non-traumatic way. But you know, Carrie, the fact that you're willing to sit there and take on that responsibility and admit to it is the first step of recovery, right? Is acknowledging you have a problem. We're fallible. Our kids are going to see that we're fallible and they're going to continue to see that there are issues and all this other stuff. It is what it is. Lies our parents told us. I'm going to do a parent voice. You're welcome. Oh, honey, I don't have a favorite child. Well, studies show 384 families with more than one child, 70% of fathers and 74% of mothers confess to having preferential treatment over one kid to the other. Oh, that's why it's so nice to have one. I always just tell them, yeah, you are my favorite and I mean it. True. And that's the great thing about being an only two. I know my mom wasn't lying. I know it's true. I am the favorite child. Sitting? close to the TV will ruin your eyes. Children's eyes are at peak flexibility and better at focusing on up-close objects than adults. Still, the eye damage myth may have been true at one point. In the 60s, certain GE TVs emitted 100,000 times more radiation than what federal health standards considered safe. We also just used to eat lead like it was candy. Like, yummy lead! <laughs> Delish! If you swallow gum, it's gonna stay in your stomach for like seven years! Lies, 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 lies. Gum goes through your digestive tract just as fast as everything else. Oh, I actually didn't know that. I'm happy to hear that. Santa rewards good behavior. Well, actually, Santa is a baddie and loves bad behavior. Did you make that up? <laughs> I wrote that one. I think Santa does whatever we all want him to do as parents. Listen, eating vegetables will make you big and strong. While skipping the greens can lead to serious vitamin deficiency, the big and strong claim relies more on the combination of genetics, physical activity, and all-around balanced diet. Lean protein, calcium, vitamin D, all those things are crucial to strengthening muscles, bones, and skin and are unlikely to be found in vegetables alone. Still, this lie does have some psychological merit as associating positive qualities with positive behavior is shown to work wonders on kids. Matt tells me this one. If you pee in the pool, the water will change color. Matt tells me this because you cannot find me in a body of water I have not peed in. That's the truth. You go in a pool with me, I'm peeing. You go in the shower with me or even a bath, I'm peeing, okay? If you put me in a body of water. I'm going to pee in it. 52% of adults still believe it, and many pools play up on that by posting signs that it is true. It is not. Guys, just pee in the pool. It's fine. It's just pee. Who cares? Fine, You're swimming fine. in whale pee and poop every time you go in the ocean. I just read an article that says there is not a single piece of water on this earth that hasn't been inside a dinosaur. Wow. That we're drinking. That's crazy. Crazy. That's fun. Looking at the microwave while it's running will ruin your eyes. 
and it's gonna get the cancer, make you go blind. I like that you're doing different mom voices. I'm just doing the same one. Thank you. That's a cigarette mom. So whatever the variation of don't stare at the food while it's heating directive you received as a child, it wasn't true. While microwaves do use radiation, the radiation poses no damage whatsoever by just looking at it. That's good to know. I always worry about that too. Swallowing watermelon seeds will make a watermelon grow in your belly. I guess that's not true. There's no explanation. It's not true. It's not true? It's just not true. Okay. You're just going to poop out the seeds, like the gum. Any seeds, I'm assuming, right? Except the sperm seed. Right. Except... (laughs) And you're not swallowing it. It's still not going to make you pregnant. Right, right. Turning on the interior lights in the car while driving is illegal. The police are going to pull us over. No. Not true. But it does make it hard to see outside at night. And it's annoying. Like, get out of here, kid. Stop playing with my stuff. Oh, this is a good one. You have to learn math because you aren't always going to have a calculator around when you're a grown-up. Lies. There were watches with calculators when we were little. And now everyone has a fucking iPhone that has everything you need. Some person heard this and invented a calculator on your phone. He's like, screw you, mom. I will have one on me at all times. I mean, I think even the old school Nokia brick phones had a calculator later on them. Yes, they did. If you shower during a thunderstorm, you will get struck by lightning. Eh, fly. I've heard that. I hate that one. And it did make me really scared. I'm trying to think what other lies I was told. I mean, I heard the thing that your food has to digest before you swim. Right. Is that not true? No, not true. Oh. Does not matter. My parents never told me this, but in the 1950s and 60s, they used to say that girls shouldn't swim in pools with boys because they could get pregnant. Well, there you have it, guys. What lies have your parents yeah, told you? Yeah, what was the best lie your parents gave you? We'd love to hear that. That's right. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Hashtag swag bag. I've been away from Luna quite a bit. She's been with my mom. And so I was trying to find something that was not a bribe, more like an activity that we could do together when I got home. And so I went to Target and I got stickers and dream catchers and stuff that you take a pen and you do a gem and then you put the gem on the sticker. I was impressed with her fine motor skills, to be honest with you. I love a bedazzled sticker. What was it? Moto Lamo or whatever? No, but it was one of those. I'll put the one I got from Target. What do you want to say, Luna? Did you like that gem kit? I like. My favorite part was that now me and Riley are matches together, and it was a very fun day. Bye. Mine is the Inky List Peptide Moisturizer. The reason I started using it was it's a dupe for the Drunk Elephant Peptide Moisturizer, which is far more expensive. Inky List is a lot like the Ordinary, where they do cheaper versions of things. So it's $15.99. It is the most moisturizing moisturizer, but in a way that doesn't feel yucky or sticky. It penetrates so deep. It helps you glow. It is truly my favorite facial moisturizer. I've been using it for over a year and it is so good. You can use it any season. It's not like it's too heavy in the summer or not thick enough in the winter. It is just perfect. I can't praise that enough. Love that. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaBand.com.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.